0: What's up, Brave Nation? This is the Ethos Braves Podcast. I'm your host John McKay, and I've got Jeremy back on the show with me. Jeremy, what's up?
1: Hey, John. How's everything going your way?
0: It's going. It's getting hot down here, but this is uh, Georgia. It,
1: yeah, well, it's it, you know, over the weekend it was um, unbelievably hot. We had some uh, mm-hmm. uh, little bit small amount of weather at least come through uh, Murray, Kentucky, but but boy was it hot. But you're right. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's summertime, and that's that's when uh, that's when it's supposed to be hot.
0: But I don't think there's anything hotter than the Braves and the Reds. Hmm.
1: Well, I agree. Um, you know, it's funny how everybody, um, nobody really talking about the Braves in this series. Everybody really talking about the Reds. You know, everybody mm-hmm. was all about the Reds, 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 and nobody was really about the Braves. Which that doesn't. I, I doesn't bother me at all
0: um, mm-hmm.
1: until um, somebody, you know, starts talking the negative the, the wrong way, I guess. I like being mm-hmm. under the radar. I like being, you know, kind of um, off in our own little world and we just keep winning we just keep doing things. That doesn't bother me. Um, mm-hmm. But when somebody comes up and says, well, all you talked about was the Braves. But no, no, no. It was more – this series against the Reds was more about the Reds uh, mm-hmm. Than it was about the Braves, uh, so uh, you know two great teams, and uh, you know the Reds just kept coming. Uh, I think this they shows did. a little, a little bit of the series, uh, a little bit, a little bit in the weakness part of the of the pitching. Um, you know, we had two rookies going. I think that was a little bit of a struggle. Um, you know, so I think if and and the, maybe the Phillies series kind of messed that up a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. to where, um, you know, we didn't, we didn't play, um, it, we moved the rotation back, uh, Smith-Shauver went on Friday night, you know, and Schuster went on Saturday, and if they'd have probably played that like a normal rotation, uh, I think it would have been maybe Morton Strider, uh, and that might have been a little bit of a difference and only one rookie going on Friday night, so, right. um, I didn't like seeing that. I didn't like seeing those guys struggle. But the Reds Reds are a very good team. The only thing about it is it is still June. We have not mm-hmm. kicked over to July. Uh, so what is going to happen when it gets really deep? Unfortunately, that division, that central division, not very good,
0: yes, uh, to hard. be honest
1: with you. Um, and it hasn't been for a while, you know, for a long period of time. For the last ten or so years, it's been the Brewers and the Cardinals. That's really mm. been about it. The I know you throw the Cubs in there; they do have a World Series. I get it, but that was one one out of a million. Okay, so <laughs> um, I don't mean that in any disrespect, uh, but the Cubs, like the Marlins, had a good team and then they traded everybody away. Uh, so um, never understood I, I worry, that theory. I, I don't either. I, I I definitely don't. But but the Reds have a very good team, and it seems like. You know, it was a slugfest. You couldn't get enough runs. Um, no. I remember, you know, we're going to talk about it, but, I, you know, I was sitting in the movies on Friday night watching the game, and I was thinking, okay, we're up five to nothing. Then all of a sudden, now we're not winning. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> we're winning again. And then we're not winning, and we're winning And So, anyway, it just kept going back and forth. And, and um, I got to go back and see the movie, by the way. Uh, so, That's um, what I thought. But it, <laughs> but it was just, I don't know, it was just crazy. They just kept coming. Uh, To be honest with you, we should have swept that series. Uh, You know, we did win two out of three. I get it. But we should have swept the series. But the bullpen was heavily used. Um, That's why I'm glad, you know, Monday night's game, uh, Spencer Strider, who looked very, very good Monday night, uh, I'm glad he went seven innings and we only had to use uh, a couple of uh, uh, relievers uh, because they were really taxed over the weekend. Uh, So Morton only going five innings on Sunday. Uh, You know, also – it helped he went five innings, but the starters, uh, you know, to be honest with you, um, in the three games we played, uh, the starters were probably averaging about four innings. That's it. Uh, when in times past, you're talking about six or seven. Uh, so Shaw, I think smith Shaver only went three and a third maybe, uh, mm-hmm. and Schuster only went about three and a third. Uh, so uh, it was a struggle in that regard, but that was it. Uh, It was an exciting series. That Ellie De La Cruz is very exciting. Um, You know, he's like a walking double uh, every time he hits the ball in the infield. Uh, He's fast. I love the hustle that he has, to be honest with you. I love the fact that every time the ball is hit, um, it doesn't matter where it is. Uh, Even if the exit velocity, which I can't stand hearing that on a ball that's hit on the ground, um, even though the exit <laughs> velocity on a ball that he hits is 100 miles an hour, and it goes to the third baseman, that third baseman still got to hurry his throw over yep. because De La Cruz is halfway down the line. Uh, and by the time the ball gets to the third baseman, even though it's coming 100 miles an hour, so um, <clears throat> that's what I love, and that's you know that's what the game of baseball. You're exciting your youngsters, but he is certainly an exciting, exciting player. I just hope he's able to sustain that. Um, yes, because I, I do too. you know you look what Ronald was in the beginning for him you know he was kind of that player he was the speedy guy he was the guy that if you hit the ball on the infield that he was going to run it out really hard and then the knee injury came okay and he doesn't do that as much Which I, you know there are times I'm like okay Ronald you need to run uh, you know so let's pick it up the pace a little bit but then there are times I also understand because of that knee. Uh, mm-hmm. and I want to see Ronald playing in the outfield, playing defense and doing other things. I can understand him not maybe potentially running out. Um, he's running to the base. I mean, there's no doubt about that, but he's also just getting down there a little bit slower. I still understand that. So, uh, I just hope nothing happens to Mr. De La Cruz to where he all of a sudden has, uh, a knee injury to worry about. And then he doesn't have that type of speed. Although Ronald with a stolen bases, you know, look at him. I mean, he's still got stolen bases. So, yes. um, that's the one thing about De La Cruz. If you could teach him to steal some bases, I mean, and that's an art, by the way. You know, ask the likes of, you know, Lou Brock and some of those guys who are really good. Ricky Henderson, base dealers. You get that kid to steal some bases. He's like a, oh. uh, you know, he gets the second. The catcher hadn't even thrown it yet. He's already, he could go to third. You know, I mean, those are just kind of the things that he can do. And, and he, that's exciting. You know, and mm-hmm. I, I think the folks in Cincinnati are very excited. I I can't. I, I hope that they're able to sustain it because uh, the town of Cincinnati deserves the chance to watch a good baseball team.
0: Yes, I agree. Um, you know, <laughs> I think he's a, the way I see the De, De, De La Cruz and such like a I think they're just a cheat coach. I mean, that's this if he can steal bases, that's just what he is. Um, yeah. I'm gonna bring up I'm gonna bring up a stat that you probably won't like either. Um, he's I think uh, Dylan Cruz has had the majority of the Reds uh, exit velocities over 110 miles an hour. <laughs>
1: I'm I'm not surprised. Um, you know, again, I I love to see what he does. Just you know, just his hustle. Um, you know, I, I, that's what I like. Uh, about Brandon Nemo, too. You mm-hmm. know, when he walks, when he gets to walk, he runs down to first base. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's great. Um, you know, that's what I like to see him hustling out. I mean, because let's face it. Again, you put so much pressure on a ball that is hit. And look, What happens if a ball is hit to first base? He is running – and the pitcher has to be the one to come over Didn't to cover. He
0: beat out yeah. the other day. He beat out first. Yeah, for, yeah. The, you're um, not
1: you're not Yeah, you're not going to get him out. I mean it's such a I mean it's such an amazing thing that he is able to pull off. You're not going to get him out. And I think that is I, I I love it even though he's not on my team which you know I I would love it if he was on my team, but even though he's not I, I'd love the hustle. Okay? Love the hustle. Brandon Nemo I, those are the guys you want on your baseball team because those mm-hmm. are the guys, you know, I mean, that's like Pete Rose, you know, they used to always say about Pete Rose, they used to call him Charlie Hustle. And and he used to always think that was arrogant, you know, things like that, because he was running, he was hustling, you know, it didn't matter what it was an all-star game. He's taking out the catcher. I like <laughs> that. You know, I like that. I, I want to see more of that. I think we get too uh, enamored with the home run ball uh, mm-hmm. that, Gala Cruz hit for the cycle against the Braves, you know, and how yeah, how hard there. is it to hit a – how hard is it to hit for the cycle? You can get a single and a double, and most – you know, nowadays, heck, a home run's even easy, but a triple's hard, you know. Yeah. And a guy like that getting a triple, a guy like that could turn a triple into an inside-the-park home run, you know. So, um, But I'm, I, I just – I like to see what he offers and what he brings to the table. Uh, and I'm, you know, and there's going to be times like Michael Harris, let's look at Michael Harris, for instance, you know, there are going to be times he's going to go through those doldrums, he's going to struggle. Okay, that's fine. Take a couple of days off. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or DH maybe. So that Mm -hmm. way you don't have to play the field, something like that. That's how it works. And look at Harris's numbers now. I mean, my gosh, um, you know, we were worried Michael Harris, something was wrong. Uh, you know, he's only hitting 140. Uh, well, uh, last night I saw the old, what what appeared, by the way, I didn't get to watch any of the games this weekend, uh, just because they were, um, you know, blacked out because of the reds. Uh, so, uh, so, but I watched Michael Harris last night, hit a couple of times and hitting the ball the other way. You know, I mean, I I saw the old Michael Harrison, look at that average. It has jumped. And I know he, you know, only had to go up. That was where he had to go. But look at that average. It's gone up like a hundred points, a hundred plus points. So. I mean, it's it's an a, it, a what a what amazing thing that has been, and look at what he does at the bottom of the lineup. So um, you're going to go through those struggles. I just hope that when he does go through those struggles, that it's not discouraging enough that all of a sudden he turns into a player that is now back in the minors and never comes back up. <clears throat>
0: so. You mentioned, and I know I'm going off a tangent, but that's what we do here. Um, yes. You mentioned uh, running into the catcher and catcher yep. contact. Do um, you know where I'm going with this?
1: No, but go ahead.
0: So they, were, you know, the they can't they changed the catcher rule where you had to give a lane
1: to the catcher yeah, sure. to the runner. Yeah, sure. It's the Buster Posey you, rule, basically.
0: Yes, basically. Um, there were two plays this weekend, and I the like <laughs> I, don't, I think they were in the Angels games. Or um, I could be wrong. But,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, yes. Go ahead.
0: But the catcher gave a pass. According to the source that I was listening to, um, the catcher gave a pass, and he was still called for catcher interference or catcher. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't like.
1: Yeah, well, the rule is you have to. um, Obviously, you can't. The catcher can't block the plate. Is what it Mm
0: -hmm. is. But Mm -hmm. that's
1: all subjective to the point of where does the throw carry the catcher? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um. So, and and I know some umpires and some rulings they've had it. Well, look, the throw carried him into uh, the path of the runner. Okay, mm-hmm. I, you know, I, so it's all subjective. I don't know how we haven't had probably more. I don't know how every play at the plate is not a, a uh, catcher blocking anyway to begin with. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how you couldn't have every play at the plate overturned uh, because um, a catcher probably blocks that in some way. Um, mm-hmm. so, you know, it's like the, the football and the quarterback, uh, you know, the Tom Brady rule, uh, it's because your marquee star, Tom Brady, uh, has a knee injury, uh, and you know, you can't watch him anymore and he's the big time draw and he's out. And now we got to change the rules on how you hit the quarterback. Uh, so it's the same, you know, to me, as long as a a baseball player does not barrel over the catcher and in some Mm -hmm. way he comes sliding in, I would think that has to be the rule. As long as he doesn't take the catcher out, it's like little league, little league. You can't take little league. If you come barreling in and you take the catcher out, you're thrown out of the game. Uh, And and then you have to sit the next game. Uh, I mean, Mm -hmm. that's just the rule. And I saw it happen one time. And I know the intent of the kid and he didn't mean to. And when he got up, he was, you know, he knew what he did was wrong, but in the heat of the moment, he took him out, and mm-hmm. um, and that's you can't do that. And then he, was obviously, he was thrown out, and he didn't play the next game. Um, and I think that's where that rule should be. As long as you don't take out the catcher coming in on on your with your, with your shoulder, uh, your head down, whatever, I think that should be the rule. But I I, I don't know why every play at the plate is not called. I guess what you would call catcher interference or, you know, there's a obstruction, there's interference. You know, when you, when you get a base runner, when a base runner, it's uh, if you're the defender coming up against a base runner, it's obstruction. But if you're mm-hmm. the base runner, um, you interfere with a, a, a uh, defender. So, you know, it's, there's, uh, again, I don't know why every, every play at the plate's not blocking the plate. So, well,
0: wasn't there a uh, catcher's interference called in the Red Series for the Braves? Uh, like Prosper? Um,
1: I, I, I I don't. I, since I didn't get to watch it, I didn't. Oh I,
0: yeah, I that's was, right. I, I, oh,
1: I was. I, I, yeah, I Your
0: was five hours away, I, but you got blacked out. Yeah. I, yeah,
1: I, I got blacked out. Yeah, probably six hours away, more or less. Um. Um. Yeah. I. I don't. Again, since I didn't get to watch it on tv um i don't pay i just have to watch it on the app so i have no idea what goes on um mm-hmm. you know i i tried every which way but loose to get to watch the game and i couldn't do it um mm-hmm. when i had direct tv they used to have those uh used to get uh, the like a mix channel and it have like eight games up there you could you could watch to see what oh, wow. you want to go to i used to be able to watch that but you know mm-hmm. imagine watching that uh and trying to watch the game so Anyway, yeah. um, you know, there's going to be controversial plays all over the plate, uh, but I, I think that is one rule that I don't like, and I think they should change that to where as long as you just don't barrel through and take out the catcher, you have to be sliding in some way. Um, right. And, again, but that, again, can hurt a player. You can get knee injuries, but you can get a knee injury. Oh, no, curry Either – yeah, you could get a knee injury, you could get anything sliding in anywhere. Um, right. you know, right. you could you could get a hand injury sliding in head first or the hand mm-hmm. gets stepped on or something like that. So, I mean there's just a lot of things. I think we got to be um, you know, Ronald running along and makes a catch uh, up against the wall and hurts his knee. Did we blame the mm-hmm. wall? No. Uh, no. You know, look at Aaron Judge. You know, I, I have a little bit of thought of why we have a chain-link fence out in Los Angeles uh, at Dodger Stadium, and Aaron Judge goes through the fence and then now has a toe ligament injury. Uh, so went, where wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. He went through it?
1: Well, he they, it, yeah, basically he did. He hit it enough that, I mean, he hit it with pretty good force, that the fence, that, that it opened up. Uh, and then he oh. ended up stepping down into what was the bullpen, basically. Oh, geez. Uh, so, yeah. And so, now he has a toe ligament injury, and he's probably out the rest of the year, to be honest with you. Uh, so, you know, Jeez. you just signed that guy to a multi-million dollar, uh, you know, multi-year deal, and he's out mm-hmm. injured. But, um, you know, the Dodger Stadium hadn't changed their fence yet, by the way. So, no. um, anyway – you know, those are kind of things that, that, you know, we don't ask to change the fence. Me, I may ask to put padding up there, but then again, you could slide up against the padding and come down wrong and still hurt yourself. I think there are ways, mm-hmm. we just got to be a little less sensitive uh, instead of being more sensitive and thinking, you know, what are we going to do next? Ban sliding just because, uh, you know, uh, the, the cruise kid for uh, Pittsburgh, uh, whatever, hurt himself because he didn't know how to slide. Uh, so,
0: you know, those are things that we, we've got to be a little less less sensitive on, so. Uh, yeah, I'm with you there, so. Anyway, just um, my
1: opinion. What do I know?
0: No, I, I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, yeah. So, this Red Series, like, it was, the way uh, I was listening to the radio, and it was like, it's, they described it as a heavyweight fight. It was like, blow for blow, punch for punch, yeah. you know it. And Brian Snitker is quoted as, you know, saying he was just worn out. He was ready to get home, and get out of there.
1: Well, I agree with you too. I, I was, I, I was, I was definitely ready to be done um, because it was. I mean, it was just a heavyweight title fight, um, and and I think again, it all boiled down to, uh, you know, they could hit the ball, but I think too, uh, the rotation. If, uh, you know, when we, if, when and if we do see them again, maybe the rotation's a little bit different. And and I, I can't remember, I don't even know when we, when, where, and if we see them again, to be honest with you.
0: We, I, I'd the, Braves to, I'd will, to, the Braves are done with the Reds. They if, they won't see the Reds until the playoffs. If okay, well, the playoffs.
1: which again, that'll set up a different, that, that'll set up pitching wise a little bit differently. Right. Um, so when we see them again in the playoffs, if there is that time we see them in the playoffs, you know, they're going to get Max Freed and Kyle Wright and and Spencer Strider and Charlie Morton thrown at them, Mm. Uh, you know. So – and that's going to be a little bit different than what we had instead of A.J. Smith, Shaver who – and, again, Jared Schuster, who those guys, you know, haven't pitched badly, but they're not Max Freed and Kyle Wright and Charlie Morton and Spencer Strider, okay. So um, I I think if you go back and you ask Brian Snicker uh, of course, that Phillies that rainout hurt, um, uh, rain hurt, and that rainout hurt, and so that that meant the pitching staff needed to be a little bit differently. And so, as it turned out, uh, you know, he had to pitch, um, you know, Smith Shaver on Friday and Schuster on Saturday. If you go back and ask him, he might have just pitched Smith Shaver on um, what was it that Wednesday. Uh, or Thursday, and then Friday, maybe pitched uh Schuster, and then whatever, what we roll in with you know, our better guys. So, you
0: know, do you think it's just the rookies and they'll get it straightened out, or do you think something? You know, yeah, do you think-
1: yeah, I, it, as in any case, it's just all rookies. You, I mean, it's, it's okay, they were a good team, uh, and it could be different time, but I think, um, I think they'll get it straightened out. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I think um, they're too good of pitchers to get that not figured out. Um, So, and they're going to have to pitch against good teams anyway to begin with. Mm There's just no, they, you know, you just got to, you just got to live with what you, what you had. You know, fortunately we got a win on Saturday. Fortunately, we got a win on Sunday. Even Charlie Morton only went five, you know, a pitch here or there. Uh, You know, the problem is, uh, you know, pitching with a lead—that was our—that was part of our problem. We just couldn't pitch with a lead. We had a lead. Right. We just let them come back. So, um, you know, it, and that's—that's that's life. It happens. Uh, it's gonna happen. It's um, going back to Friday's game, and I was gonna look at the look at the um, Smith Shaw or I think it's Smith Shawver's box score. You know, uh, pitched three and thirty gave up four hits, but five earned runs. Uh, you know, the long ball like got what? him. He only. He only walked two guys. Not bad in that regard, mm-hmm. but he walked two guys in three and a third innings. You know, that's right. almost a walk an inning. That's going to hurt you, and as it turned out, it did. You maybe take those two walks out of play, and maybe he pitches uh, into the fifth inning. Uh, and maybe we don't have to use McHugh and, Be- and Heller and Kirby Yates and, and Jimenez. You know, so um, Yates and Jimenez didn't give up anything. Heller gave up a couple of earned runs. His first, but he walked three guys too. Uh, so mm. you know you can look at that. But but I, I think those guys, you know, Smith shawler being sent back down, um, I think opens that door for um, for um, Soroka to come back up. Yeah, um, I,
0: yeah which I think that's a possibility. Which,
1: which I believe, if I've I've looked ahead, he's scheduled to pitch on Wednesday. So okay, um, and he's had. Uh, Since he's been back down, he's had a pretty good uh, outing, some outings at Gwinnett. Uh, So, um, you know, so hopefully, uh, you know, he's going to be back, and then we keep smith Shaver down and give him a little bit more time, or Schuster goes back down and smith Shaver comes back up. I'm not surprised that smith Shaver was sent back down just because um, I think the rotation, you know, because if you look, Uh, you know, it's the twins, um, today and tomorrow, and then there's an off day. So we Mm -hmm. don't need Smith Shaver. You know, it goes Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then another off day. So we don't need Smith Shaver right now to pitch, uh, Mm -hmm. because he's going to be skipped in that rotation because of those off days. Uh, so, uh, and that's a good thing. And then it goes back, uh, you know, Friday, July 7th, Saturday, Sunday, um, and then um, then it's the all-star break. Uh, so we don't need smith Shaver right now. Uh, we And if Soroka's coming up, that's fine. We need smith Shaver back down pitching in the minors to keep pitching. Uh, mm-hmm. And he may go back down. I mean, he's made that trip through the minors pretty quickly anyway to begin with. And he goes back down and he he, you know, gets it back together or does whatever and then is back up. Pitching, maybe even for Schuster, who may have to go back down. So, who knows? But at this mm-hmm. point, we don't need AJ Smith Shaw, just he would be skipped in that rotation anyway because of those off days.
0: Um, so we who, um, we talked about the pitching and the pitching blows, and we talked about how offensive explosion this uh red series was. Um, is there anybody who didn't have a good game for the Braves?
1: Um, boy, um, you know, you look at uh, so let's look at Friday's game. Um, uh, you know, Ronald had three hits. Riley had three hits. Matt Olson, you know, with uh with homers and Darno and and the Rosario and even at the bottom of the order, you know, having hits. <clears throat> you know, you roll around uh, to um, Saturday. Uh, you know, everybody hitting. Darno was four or five. Everybody hitting except Harris. Harris, although he walked once, in Arcia. Uh, so, I mean, everybody, um, everybody hitting. By the way, Schuster pitching-wise, three and two-thirds, he did not walk anybody. Um, that's good. Uh, seven hits, that's, that's four impressive. earned runs. Yeah, four earned runs. Uh, and I think the long ball got him, too. Uh, which, oh, by the oh, way, nice. that's a question for everybody. Long ball gets everybody, right? So, well, in
0: that ballpark, it does too, because that, that ballpark, it does.
1: yeah. So, and then on on uh, Sunday, uh, you know, everybody except Ozzy and and Austin hit the ball. Uh, so, you know, you could go back and look, and and good to see Sean Murphy back in there catching too. Um, although I I wouldn't be surprised if Murphy doesn't catch a whole lot over the next few weeks, just because mm-hmm. that All Star break is coming up. Um, and mm-hmm. give that hamstring a little bit of time to get better. And Darno's playing very good, uh, although defensively, you know, you want your better guy in there catching. But Darno's playing really well, and it's good to have two catchers, by the way. So
0: who, it's good to have as good as they are.
1: Yeah, it's good to have that. You know, because originally, the original intent during the <clears throat> the beginning of the year was going to be um, Darno would probably catch, uh, you know – a game or two here or there, but he would be the DH and Murphy would be the catcher, uh, you know, kind of like what they did last year in that, uh, you know, two games catching, two games off, whatever, when we had Contreras, uh, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, Darnell got the head in, it he got the concussion, and then Sean Murphy just kind of took over. Well, <clears throat> you know, Ozuna has actually been hitting the ball relatively well. Uh, so, Um, you know, and, and so he's getting a chance to play at DH. And so that just leaves Darno out in the cold sitting on the bench. Well, now Murphy's kind of, you know, got a hamstring issue, which can plague you all year if you don't get it right the first time. And now he's, he's out and Darno can catch and he's been Mm -hmm. playing well. So, you know, it's, it's good to have, I mean, we, we hit the ball. There's no doubt about it. Um, you know, let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine hits on uh, Sunday. Let me go to Saturday. I know we got a bunch of hits on, on Friday night. One, uh, two, four, six, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14 hits on Saturday. <clears throat> Not mm-hmm. a bad stat there. And then you come up yeah. on uh, Friday, uh, three, six seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 hits on, uh, on Friday. So, yeah. um, you know, not a bad, not a bad piece of heaven. And, you know, usually when you score 10 runs, you're going to win the game. They just happen to score 11 runs. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, and we tried. tried, you know, we scored three runs in the eighth inning and I just couldn't get anything in the ninth inning, but, but still, you know, I, I'm, I'm like you, Brian Snicker, I'm, I, you know, it's a heavyweight fight, and we fortunately had the last punch, uh, but mm-hmm. we were one punch away from getting knocked out, you know. Yeah. We unfortunately yeah. – we gave them the knockout punch and won two out of three, but uh, I would say that in the minds of uh, the Atlanta Braves, they, they know uh, that this Reds team is there to, there to stay.
0: Right. That's what I was – the reason I asked that question about, you know, the hitting is as I was trying to find an MVP of the series, but I really can't find one because, like I said, a lot of them, there's a, a ton uh, of choices.
1: Yeah, it, it is hard to find an MVP uh, in that series uh, just because of, of you know, the fact that I think you could give it to the team. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, if, if you were to give it to the bullpen, if you were to but but even they struggled at times. But mm-hmm. it was a collective effort. Uh, you know, uh, guys came in, uh, you know, Kirby Yates got a chance to pitch, uh, got his first save Monday night since uh, you know, 2020. Now, he went down with arm injury, so you got to mm-hmm. realize that, but Kirby Yates got a save. Um, I am, I, I struggle when Kirby Yates comes in uh, because I keep thinking that, oh no, it's going to fall apart. You know, and it's just going to, but he came in last night and pitched really well, uh, so um, Maybe he gets, maybe he gives Iglesias just a little bit of a breather, uh, because Rizel has been struggling just a little bit. Uh, so maybe he gives uh, Rizel just a little bit of a breather. Uh, but you know, this bullpen, you, you know, we need to ask our starters to go this next two games. I think need to ask them to go a little bit longer uh, to give the bullpen a break, uh, and you know, until we can get another day off.
0: Do you think? Um from one Kirby to another, you think Kirby Yates goes and talks to Kirby farm but, like, hey, how do I pass <laughs> today? He needs to. Uh, you know, uh,
1: he he needs to. Uh, at times, he does, especially when it comes to the strategy of how he likes to pitch. So.
0: <laughs> Speaking <laughs> so. of Bulldogs, there was a Bulldog in the game last night against Minnesota. Really? Kyle Farmer.
1: Ah, oh, yes.
0: Former, okay. former Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. And, well, you know...
1: Con- Go
0: ahead. Sorry. And Byron Buxton. Do you know where he's from?
1: I do not.
0: Baxley, Georgia. One of the small, Uh, quaint, small uh, towns in South Georgia. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: It's beautiful. Yeah, well, Mm -hmm.
1: and and congratulations to LSU, you know, SEC. uh, You know, they're the College World Series champs. So, you know, two SEC schools going at it. So, congratulations Mm -hmm. to uh, them for – you know, winning uh, the College World Series and doing it in a fantastic style last night by beating them
0: eighteen to two, I think. But did so. you see the game before? I know we're getting off on college, but did you see the uh, game before? Florida won twenty four to four.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, oh
0: yeah, yeah. The first game was a the first game was close, kind of, and then yeah. twenty four to four, and then eighteen to. For work. <laughs> like, yeah. Whoa.
1: Yeah. I, and I don't know. I mean, I think both these staffs were pitching wise were pretty good. But then again, yeah. as you well know, when you get on a roll, and I think you could probably look at the Braves in this regard too, that, mm-hmm. okay, we're down five to nothing. What inning is it? I, I asked my kids just one time. I told you this story. I asked my kids, we were down like seven to two, and they were really disappointed, you know, and they were just like, oh my God. But I knew that they could hit the ball really well, and I knew that seven to two. Maybe i in nine to two, nine to two. I knew nine to two was not a problem because they really mm-hmm. hit the ball. And so I told him, I said, Gosh, I said, this is just the, like the second inning. I said, we got like five more to play here. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. before I knew it, we were winning 10 to nine, you know. so I, and, and that's kind of the way the Braves have been. It's like, ah, five to nothing. We just spotted you five runs, okay? We just want to make this a little bit more fun. We're bored. Right. You know, one nothing is nothing. You know, so you know how it gets when you're when you're on a roll, and you mm-hmm. just can't stop them. And that's oh, kind of yeah. what that college World Series was too, with Florida and LSU. You just get on a roll and on a roll and on a roll and on a roll. And 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 again, but you also rely on that pitcher to go out there, and if he can throw it one, two, three, uh, you know, and get your offense back in, it just makes it a lot better. Uh, so anyway, it was uh, it was a lot of fun.
0: So you know, the draft is coming up here here soon.
1: That would be yes. I do know
0: that. And I would really, really like the Braves to draft Ty Floyd. Yeah. From LSU. Yep. One, phenomenal pitcher. He had 17 strikeouts in eight innings the other night.
1: Yep.
0: Two, he's from right down the road in Braves country. Right. He's from Rock Martin, Georgia. Yeah. Which is right down the road.
1: Yeah.
0: He I, could I, be he could be at Turner or uh, sorry. Truist field truest park in like
1: yeah. forty five minutes. Yeah. I'd so, i i I'd probably venture guesses to say he gets taken before Atlanta gets there. Maybe.
0: There's rumors know. he could go in the second or third round, but uh yeah. I, I love well, If that's the
1: case him. then if that's the case then maybe they get him they get him. Sometime, you know. Now, Cur- Cur-
0: Dylan Cruz and Paul Skeeds will go in the first round. I'm, I'm uh, yeah. I can pretty much guarantee you that but those two. Yeah. Um, Base-
1: baseball is so different. You know, baseball draft is so different and so much more complex than, mm-hmm. let's say, the NFL or the NBA draft, which was just held. You know, the NBA draft used to be fun because you used to know all the players because they hung around for, you know, two or three seasons. So, you got to know them, you know the two, two of the best players in the NBA, I mean, in the, in college basketball drew Timmy and Oscar Sheba from Kentucky didn't even get drafted. Um, Mm -hmm. And, and, and Timmy was a guy that I thought was, um, you know, just an all around player. Uh, You know, he just a a hard working kid, Uh, you know, didn't look like much of a basketball player, but, but gosh, he'd go out there and he'd score 25 and get you 12 rebounds. And, you know, and and be a great defender, and Shibway was kind of the same way, um, you know, and let's face it, Anthony Davis, who was drafted, I believe, number one by the Pelicans uh, the year he came out of uh, Kentucky, um, in the championship game uh, that Kentucky won, um, he didn't have a whole lot of points, but had like 15, 20 rebounds, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so, and that's kind of what Shibway was, uh, Shibway signed on with the Pacers, but but baseball draft is the same. You know, it's so much more complex. You just don't know every guy out there in the baseball draft. Um, no, you know, because point. some of the guys, you know, some of the guys come out are high schoolers, you know. Right. So, um, you know, it's just much more complex. And you don't see results from the guys in the baseball draft for, what, three or four years maybe right. or more. Uh and- you know, Atlanta's been fortunate here these last few years that guys drafted 19, that like 19 and 20 year, the year, they're playing already. You know, and, mm. and that's okay. That's what you would like. Uh, but you just don't see it often enough in the baseball draft. Uh, it takes a little mm. bit of what time. Football draft, they're going to be playing. You know, even these yep. guys that were drafted in the NBA probably are going to be playing. Some of them, most, a lot of them are. Some of them aren't. Um, so, but it's all about potential. Uh, what's their potential?
0: You know, and, you know, like, you you see the college kids. You see the Dylan Cruz. You see the Paul Skeets, You see the Floyds, You see right. the Hurston Waldrop from right. Florida. But yeah. you don't see, like, the Colin McHughes from Barry College. Right. Or right. the uh, kid from Murray State who's in the, in the, in the MLB now. saying something. Uh, right. I yeah, I know
1: what you're there. talking about.
0: Know you you, know, you don't that. see those guys because the lower levels of college baseball, there's tons of great programs right. if you don't see those because, you know, yeah. the SEC yep. the ACC gets all the attention, which is well-deserved because the baseball in the Southeastern Conference and the ACC is right. phenomenal. Yes.
1: Yes. Um, I, mean, so. I mean, yeah. It's, I, I like the College World Series. I watched Friday night's game. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I, I did not watch Saturday and Sunday's game. Uh, I was uh, working at, at Playhouse on Sunday, so I didn't get a chance to watch uh, Sunday's game. Uh, but, you know, I like the College World Series. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, so, uh, you know, you are going to see some future uh, major leaguers uh, that come up uh, that that are coming in the next few years. So, um, you know, the, the draft again is coming up, and uh, it, it should be a, a, a lot of fun.
0: I know this isn't Braves related, but I just saw this earlier. Um, uh, uh, Willingham, uh, he is. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I lost. I lost his first name, but his last name is Willingham. He put, uh, played at Chattanooga High School or Chituga High School down here in Georgia, um, which yeah. is northwest Georgia. Um, he got yeah. a call up with the. Uh, with the Nationals, so shout out to him. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, let's get back to the Braves though. Um, we've talked about this Red Series. What about the What about the Philly Series? They were talking all. They were on. They were hot. The Braves were hot, and I think um, well, the Braves cooled them off for a couple of games, didn't they? The, I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, we had a chance last week to talk a, a little bit about the Philly Series. Um. I believe we were uh, Thursday last week, so we had a chance to talk about one game, and we didn't talk about the, the Thursday game. But but yeah, I mean they, they did cool them off. Um, I I the Phillies are always going to be the Phillies. They're going to hang mm-hmm. around. Um, you know, you're hoping that you can build up a big enough uh, lead to um, hold them at bay. Um, you know, worried a little more about the Marlins since we've got that Marlins series coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. this, this weekend, uh, that should be a lot of fun. Um, and, and, you know, you hope that much like the Philly series that you can, um, you know, put a little bit more distance, um, you know, between yourself and the Marlins. And again, the Marlins, like the Reds, have a tendency to get rid of people. Uh, so, uh, you know, they're going to hold on. And, and it looks like they're going to go into July at least in a pretty good spot. Uh, to where they might be able to, to make some moves and and mm-hmm. make a difference, or will they, or not? I don't know. But, uh, you know, we'll we'll see, you know, what happens. But I, I know that uh, they, um, you know, you hope that you can put some distance, and we were. You know, we did not, we did miss a game, uh, which I'm a little bit worried uh, when that next game, which we'll play the next time we play the Phillies, a doubleheader. Uh, mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that will be, Uh, an an interesting thing, but, but um, anyway, we'll make it up and that's okay. You know, you're hoping you could win, uh, you know, the whole series against the Phillies, Uh, but uh, we put a little bit of distance and uh, that's a good thing. And you can't have enough distance to be quite honest with you, with me, at least, Um, you know, you can hang on to that distance between them going into August, maybe going into September. That's an even better thing. But, but at this point uh, any distance you can put between you and the Phillies, um, you know, that's good. And hopefully same thing this weekend with the Marlins.
0: Well, I know, uh, I hope you guys have ate your breakfast because I'm about to say something that might gross you out a little bit, but uh, the Phillies always, they're hanging in there like a hair on a biscuit.
1: <laughs> yep, you're right. Um, I mean, that's the truth. Yep.
0: But uh, they they uh, turn around and take care of the Mets for us.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's feast or famine, you know, and they do, and 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 the Mets right now, really, really struggling. Um, So, you know, I don't know. Again, I can't put enough distance between us and the Mets. And now if you're the Mets, what do you do? You know, you're so far out right now. What Mm -hmm. do you do? Do you become sellers? Uh, Do you become buyers? Uh, I mean, you're right now. I I think that's an interesting equation. And that's going to be, if you're still 15 games out, uh, come um, 1st of August, what are you going to do at the trade deadline? Do you try to get rid of some guys to put yourself in a more favorable position uh, to, um, you know, to 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 compete? You know, the ironic thing is, you know, the Mets, I believe, um, the Mets and the Giants I, were the two teams that were going to try to sign Carlos Correa, but yet he mm. didn't pass the physical. You know, the Giants, I know, were going to uh, be the ones Then they backed off, and then it became the Mets, I believe. Then they backed off. So what would their team look like with Carlos Correa? Would they be any better with Carlos Correa? I don't know. I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I don't think so either. I don't know that that one person helps. Uh, You know, losing to Grom, but yet, uh, you know, you do uh, add Verlander, but that's an older pitcher. You know, you still got Max Scherzer, who I don't think is your typical Max Scherzer. You know, do you – if you're Max Scherzer and you've got that big contract, do you ask for a trade to a contending team? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, and, and uh, you know, I don't know. Um, and if the Braves bullpen I mean, the Braves uh, starting pitching struggle, do you trade away some of your starting pitching prospects uh, because you know you got enough of them and pick up a guy like Max Scherzer? I don't know. I don't know. So,
0: it's,
1: it's, oh, worthy, there's no, it's, there's,
0: it's worth it all. No there's no telling with the Mets.
1: No, not, not anymore. There's not. No, uh uh-uh. Not anymore. Um,
0: but Strider impressed me. Like he, he impressed me Monday night against the Twins. Who, that was an impressive game.
1: What, what I really liked about the – this is what I liked about last night's game. I thought the umpire gave him a very nice strike zone. I thought it was mm-hmm. very wide. Uh, mm-hmm. I know there were a couple of times when I watched, I know Matt Olsen got mad because he struck out one time. And I, and I, I said when I was watching, um, I said, Matt, I said, that's been a strike all night. He really gave him a very oh. liberal strike zone. And I think it was great because, let's face it, the strike zone sometimes, and for a guy like Strider, can be very tight. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought last night it was very, very good. You know, he even threw 20 pitches in the first inning. And I was thinking, oh, no, he's only going to go five. He went seven. And, again, he did mm-hmm. the same thing like he did a couple of weeks ago against the Phillies. He had a, he had a you know, 20-pitch first inning. And then after that, it was like 10, 10, 9, 8, you know, stuff like that. And he just got stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And stronger. And and that's what he did last night. But the umpire was had a great strike zone, um, and it was it was at the letters, it was at the knees, it was on the outside and inside corners. He was calling all over the place, and that's what helped Spencer Strider out. And that's the kind of umpire you can't complain about because if right. you know that going in if that guy's going to call it that away, you got to be swinging, and you can't complain about anything like that because if you're an infielder, you want your pitcher to get that, okay? Exactly. And so, if you're a batter, you're like, oh no, I can't, you know, you you can't complain about that much because your pitcher's getting the same thing. So, uh, so I thought in that regard, it was very, it was a very liberal strike zone, but it, I thought it was the right strike zone. It was the correct strike zone. Um, but but I thought that's what helped Spencer Strider out last night. But he did look very good. He looked very oh, he- very good, and I was very impressed. You know, you worry, but, you know, he talked about a couple weeks ago how he's trying to get his mechanics figured out. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the one thing, you know, release points, all those kind of things with a pitcher, uh, you know, can drive you crazy, can cause you uh, at times to be wild because your release points off or your mechanics are off. Well, you know, everything looked really good last night for Spencer.
0: And it looked good last night and it also looked good – on last week against the Phillies, too. Him and Bryce Elder looked phenomenal last week. Against yes, the Phillies.
1: yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, yes. Uh, so, um, you know, Bryce Elder, I believe, going tonight uh, or, or Tuesday night against, like the, against the Twins. Uh, and then, at least from what I can see, um, it is um, it is Soroka going on Wednesday in an afternoon game, which you know how I feel about that. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Kent Maeda is going on Wednesday. I didn't see who's going for the Twins uh, tonight, but I know Elder's going tonight.
0: Uh, Joe Ryan is going tonight. Yeah. He's pretty elite this That's
1: year. It. Hey, and I like Sonny Gray. I've always liked Sonny Gray. By the way, Sonny Gray pitched for the Reds. Um, he was.
0: Do you he know where he's, those, He
1: pitched for the Reds. Where did A's he pitch two. in college? Uh, tell me where Vanderbilt. Yep. Yeah, he's a Vandy boy. That's what I thought. I, I, I thought I remember that. You know, he pitched for the A's. He uh, pitched for the Reds. He's he's pitched for several teams. I have always liked Sonny Gray. I thought he mm-hmm. was an underrated pitcher. I thought he never got to. You know, he he was one of those guys that you pick up, and he might not he might not pitch very well for a contender um, um, when he's picked up midway through the year. But I, I, pitching very well for the Reds, uh, mm-hmm. so uh, and, and that's good to, I the tw- for the Twins. And that's good to see. Um, I don't think he's going to be a guy that goes to New York Yankees and pitches because I don't think he can, you know, he can he can do well there. Uh, but right. but he's uh, I thought he's a good pitcher, very good pitcher.
0: I, I agree. I I, I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. I'm
1: looking
0: for I'm looking forward to this matchup with uh, Elder and Ryan because they're both young, both elite pitchers. Um, it should be a good one. Um, and then Kintomayeta. Yeah. Versus, uh, you said Soroka. That I'm, I'm looking I, forward to see what he yeah, can do.
1: Yeah, I am too. I, you know, look, um, Soroka. I think um, what you can get out of him this year um, is just house money. Uh, I think next year's where the where the rewards are going to be because again, um, he's coming off of two, um, you know, tears. Um, you know. Achilles tears, uh, mm-hmm. and so he's worried uh, in his mechanics of whether or not that's going to happen again when he when he takes one step one way or the other, and so right. he's got to worry about that all the time, and and I get that. You know, Charlie Morton last year, we talked about it, getting used to that, you know, his leg, uh, you know, because he broke his leg, and, and trying to make sure everything's okay with it, and it's put back in place and everything. I get it. Uh, that's a a big thing for, for so I think anything we can get out of Mike Soroka Michael Soroka this year is just house money. I think next mm-hmm. year is where the rewards are going to be. And that's why you may be able to to utilize some of those young pitchers down in the um, uh, down in the minors to get a, a a bullpen guy or a starter if you want a a, a veteran back end starter uh, because we do have uh, the guys you know you're you're Goal in of the off season is to take care of Max Freed, uh, but let's face it, coming back next year, uh, you know you're going to have Max Freed, Kyle Wright, Spencer Strider, Michael Soroka, you know who's going to, and Bryce Elder. Uh, mm-hmm. So I mean, um, I, I know Charlie Morton's a great, you know, great guy, you know, at, but at this and and at this moment, we've needed Charlie Morton, we've needed guys like Bryce Elder because let's face it, the rotation this year was supposed to have been no Bryce Elder. It was supposed to have been, you know, with Charlie Morton in there uh, and Soroka, they were going to round out along with Freed, Strider, and uh, Rice. Right. And look how that's changed. So um, so anyway, yeah, you know, Bryce Elder getting that chance to, to fill in has pitched very well, and you hope that that continues on tonight. But you hope Soroka can get in there and, and it, you know, his his being sent down uh, he seemed to got it, get it figured out. He's had a great two or three or four starts uh, in Gwinnett, so hopefully, um, you know, hopefully he's got it figured out. We'll see.
0: And I know uh, Elder is, I think he's second in the National League behind Marcus Stroman with ERA. Yeah. So he's, yeah he's lighting course, it up.
1: Yeah, of course you know we're talking about it. What's going to happen? So uh, let's hope we go out and score a hundred runs tonight, right?
0: There we go. <laughs> um. That's about all I had. I Before we close, though, I do want to do a minor league uh, look at the minor leagues. Yeah. Um, I looked at Rome, and they I have Bowling Green this week at home. And Bowling Green is 33 and 31. Uh, and Rome is... Uh, thirty-one and thirty-eight on the season, so they they need to okay. get hot again. Yeah. Um, so like I said, they have Bowling Green this week. Looking at Augusta. There we go. Um, they are thirty-two and thirty-six in the season, and they are at Columbia, 30. who is thirty-eight and thirty. Um. Yeah. That's not much of a drive. That's like an hour drive. So <laughs> yeah, they could, they could they could drive a bus. Um, so the, the Fireflies and the Green Jackets. that should be a good series. Um yeah. kind of a battle or war of the battle. Um, let's we'll see, the Mississippi Braves and uh, they are thirty three and thirty five. They're improving. They're getting hotter. They started the season really bad, but that they picked it up over the season. Um, yeah. They've got a uh, catcher that I like, Tyler Holbay. Um, they're thirty-three and thirty-five, and they're at they're at Biloxi, who is a half game ahead of them um, yeah. at thirty-four and thirty-five. So yeah. that should be a pretty tight series. Um, yeah. I think Biloxi has a couple of. Uh, I think they have a really good prospect in. It. I think it's Jackson Curios. Um, really good. Uh, Teenage uh, shortstop prospect, I believe. Yeah. I could be wrong with yeah. that position, but. And then looking at Gwinnett, they are they are thirty-three and forty-two on the season. They are at Saint Paul, who is forty-three and thirty-one on the season. So the uh, that should be a interesting series the Braves, Major League Club facing um, the Twins, and I believe St. Paul is a Twins affiliate as well. So that yeah. should be interesting look at the minor yeah. leagues for the Braves. Hopefully they can roll into these series and get some good wins this week.
1: Hopefully so, John.
0: Um, Jeremy, uh, that's about all I got. You got anything else to add before we get out of here?
1: No, if I don't. Let's get uh, another series win and then on to uh, play the Marlins and uh, that team that's just right behind us.
0: Yeah. That sounds weird to hear, by the way.
1: Doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? But they're right there. So uh, let's uh, go out and get another win and get another series win and, and uh, get some pretty good twins and move on to the Marlins.
0: You know, you know, one more thing. You, you, we mentioned Ella Dela Cruz and how impressive he is. What do you think of this uh, Urias kid? Um, it's like yes. a nice
1: Yeah. Um. I, I I'll be interested to see how we handle him this week this weekend with our pitchers.
0: Um. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it looks like. Um. You know, I'm trying to think of what the rotation will be. Uh, they'll get the day off, I believe, on Thursday. Uh, so it would be. Um. Who's it going to be? It would be. Um. Would it roll back around to. Um. um Schuster. Schuster would be on, I guess, on Friday night, I think.
0: I think uh, so.
1: And then uh, we'd roll back Saturday. around to Elder. Um, no, it wouldn't be Elder, would it? Yeah, it wouldn't
0: be. Morton, Morton, uh, Morton, Morton on Saturday. It'd it
1: roll to Morton and then Strider. So it looks like on we're going to set yeah. up with a with a pretty good rotation coming up for the weekend. So we that'll go. be the key. What do you do with that kid? I mean, that kid's pretty good. So, uh, But uh, good pitching as they say, it can beat good hitting. So we'll
0: see mm-hmm. how, how it works out. Well, thanks, you guys, for listening to this. Thanks for really, – we really appreciate it. Thanks for following us. Um, if you want to follow the show, you can um, on Twitter at Ethos Braves. We are on most platforms, listening platforms you prefer, especially Spotify, Apple. Or one um, you don't prefer. Yeah, there's some of those, too. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow me at F3MotleyCrew. Uh, Kyle, you can follow him. I finally got his Twitter. It's K-A-H-C-15. Yep. Um, And then me and Jeremy are also on Facebook. Facebook, Facebook. Always. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. And as always, go Rays.
1: Go Rays.